It's Monday. It's morning. It's macabre. Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre with Scones and Darcy, the podcast. Quarantine day yeah, quarantine, five. Whatever. Yeah, day eight of quarantine. <laughs> We've been just sitting in a cave in the Sling and Dinger studio. They slide food under a tray a, on a tray under a slat in the door. And a small piece of paper that says, get back to work. Yeah, they say more tent in all caps. <laughs> Very cryptic writing. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, they've got like like these like... Like it looks like an octopus tentacle is like I don't know some some weirds going on back <laughs> the there. The whole zodiac code is on there. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're doing okay so far. I hope every one of our listeners is doing well out there. We're on episode twenty five. That's like a like that's a, a thing. lot. Holy crap! Yeah, twenty. That's episode twenty five. Is a that's a goal. That's a land, landmark. We might be able to retire soon. Yeah, I think by episode thirty we'll be flying jets and like talking to each other with those <laughs> giant headsets that they wear. <laughs> be like, bro, and then the ghost said, <laughs> taking eighty. Jeez, I don't yeah. know how flying yeah, works. No, that sounds right. But we, dude, we'll be going like 60 knots per second, taking an 80 G's. <laughs> Making 80 G's Make- per episode. <laughs> uh, this is the podcast where we... What are we even talking about here? <laughs> uh, just nonsense. Uh, this is the spooky, creepy, urban, legendy, real crime thing. Anything that's dark and ominous and weird and creepy. We're on it. We're on it. We know about it or yeah. will know about it by the end of this series. Yeah. And uh today is no different. Today I will be bringing Scones a, a story and actually it's a listener request. Oh my god, interactions. Interactions, interactions between you the listener and us. Your new your new gods. gods. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad that we both said that. So I want to make a quick shout out to our listener, Trevor's Silver Lining, for sending us this article because it's actually an insane story and I'm very excited to tell Scones all about it. Give me the silver linings, Trevor. Again, thank you, Trevor. And if anyone else has suggestions, please send them in. If we can, uh, if we think we can make an episode out of it, we will totally do so. And here is a great example. <laughs> <laughs> and here it happens. And, and now. <laughs> and right now. Now, I'm reading you an article from... Read me that, Artie. Oh, full disclosure. Last week, I did not cite my articles. They're on the website. Yeah. Um, I think we've there's been a couple where I, I always forget to like mention it, but I will put the link to the article in the notes section of each episode. Yeah, and we never like the research is usually we're standing on the shoulders of giants. <laughs> we don't know how to read. Yeah. We we don't take credit for no a lot of this and we'll try to cite you as best we can, but we're also can be big time dummies and just forget. Big yeah. And we're, we'll always put it on the website in the, the episode. Page. We are BTDs for sure. <laughs> so scones big tatted daddies. <laughs> I wish, dude. Soon, soon enough. Today, we're talking about the disappearance of Gurley Chu Hassenkoft. Gurley Chu Hassenkoft? That's like three different yeah. nationalities name-wise. Yeah, it's like Bigly Chu it. horse carriage or whatever. <laughs> Today, on Monday Morning Macabre. This morning. It's Monday morning. This morning, on Monday Morning Macabre. Play us out, band. Band? Band. That's my favorite recurring joke. Yeah, they're on the cell across from us. Wait, play us in. Don't play us out. True. We keep telling them to play us out. Play us in, babe. Play us in and go. Okay, so... I'm getting this from Oxygen.com, 
they have this like this this i learned about this from researching this but this event they have like this thing called murders a to z and it's just like a like a section of their website full of like just on like alphabetical murders no lesser known murders and things like things you have not heard of because like (laughs) i pictured like an alphabetical book like a kid's yeah, book. Yeah, yeah. It's like A is for Alex <laughs> from A to Zodiac. <laughs> My first murders. <laughs> yeah. So I'm reading from an article here. This is the title of the article to give you a, a sense of the, the wackiness that is the terrible fate this girl endured. <laughs> but. Oh, my God. Yeah. The disappearance of girly Chu Hassenkoft, a con man, a fashion designer, UFOs and a ninja sword. <laughs> I am. You had me at fashion designers. <laughs> so this is one of those things where it's like, how did I, how have I not heard of this before? Because it's insane. It sounds incredible. So here we go. The disappearance of Girly Chu Hassenkoft is a tale that includes con men, fashion designers, UFOs, spousal abuse, and conspiracy theories about otherworldly aliens that secretly rule the earth. Adding to the yep. mystery, <laughs> you know, standard. I'm in. Standard true crime My stuff. My new religion. Adding to the mystery of her presumed murder is the fact that her body was never found. Fortunately, a jury didn't need a body to send her killers. D, D? okay. I want to. I'm going to ask you how you pronounce this because I have. I'm having such a hard time trying to figure out how I want to pronounce it. It's D I A Z I E N. Daisian. Daisian. D I A Z. Daisian, like Damien, but without an M. Daisian, well, but it's D I A. It's like oh, Daisian. I'm going to say Daisian. Daisian. Dazen? Deazen? Yeah, I don't Anyway, I'm going to say Dazen. Oh, let's dwell on it more. Dazen? <laughs> so, Dazen Hassenkoft and Linda Henning are the two, uh, two individuals who went to prison for the events that take place forthcoming. Wait, so is he related to her? De- uh, we'll, we'll get into Hassenkoft. We'll okay. get into it. So, we're going to start with Linda Henning, who is the second person I mentioned there. She was born on October 10th, 1953, and grew up in Hollywood, California. When she was 11 years old, her father left her mother, a wound many feel she tried to salve with a succession of boyfriends on whom she pinned unrealistic expectations and deep emotional needs. Oh, been there, sister. Uh, Author Mark Horner wrote in 2014 a book he wrote called September Sacrifice about girly Chu's disappearance. He says, this is a person who, according to her own mother, would believe the moon was made out of cheese if a boy had said it. So she's a real... uh, Dude, there's no cats in America. And the streets are paved with cheese. It's not the moon. So she's she's very uh follow like she follows she's very boy crazy, and many believe that is due to the fact that her father left when she was young. So after high school, Henning supported herself as a model and eventually began designing women's apparel. Her clothing line did well, and in the late eighties, she moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Hey, look at her self starter. Self starter. Got her own like fashion line. By nineteen ninety nine, Henning's business was flourishing. She owned a beautiful home and was engaged to be married. Oh, my gosh. Ooh, so everything's going great for Henning, right? I bet it doesn't end that way based on the facts nope. that we already stated. No, no, no. In her free time, she pursued such regional interests as Southwestern art and UFOs. Oh, man. Probably so much uh, turquoise. Yeah, the classic uh, <laughs> classic combination of artwork and talking about reptilian overlords. <laughs> Is she a Scientologist? Uh, no, we'll, okay. we'll get it. We'll get she's not it. in that. Uh, she's not a Scientologist. Not L. Ron. She's not. Bienbe. Bien- <laughs> Ron Hoya Bimbe. <laughs> <laughs> so a friend, Peter Eckberg, told Snaft, which is one of Oxygen's like, you know, 
reporters. Re- yeah, related things. Journalists. Uh, this area is known for UFO activity. You've got Roswell, New Mexico, and Area 51, not too far away. So, like, she got really into, like, the whole UFO part of... She was just taking in the local culture of turquoise and aliens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the summer of 1999, Henning met de <laughs> It's such a weird... I don't... Okay, Deazen Hassenkoft. Well, you need to pick one. I'm going to say Deazen. Deazen? 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 <laughs> just 30 more minutes. Henning met Diaz and Hassenkoff at a seminar led by conspiracy theorist David Icke. Among Icke's belief is that the world is controlled and manipulated by an unseen global network who he has previously identified as interdimensional pedophilic shape-shifting reptilians that include most of the world's ruling elite from George Soros to the British royal family. Who do you think hurt David Icke and what did they do to him? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, they were like, David, the moon's made out of like cheese. This. And he's like, no, the reptiles made the moon made out of cheese. And it's not actually <laughs> cheese. It's part of the like, global conspiracy. <laughs> Dude is... You have to go from somewhere to get to there. Yeah, he... Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you have to... I want to... I wish I could meet someone who was like very seriously like this. It's just to like pick their brain for any yeah, amount of time. Yeah, just be like, like w- just give me your life story. Yeah, like what happened? I can probably pinpoint something that he, we- actually I could probably find like a manifesto from someone. Yeah, like that's, this. That's, that's a good point. There's no way they have not yeah written this and sent it to every definitely like mental hospital in the world. So Hassenkopf told Henning that he was a doctor and former member of the CIA. He made his money treating rich women by giving them vitamin injections that he said would stop the aging process and in some cases even cure cancer. So this guy's a real... Did it work? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, no. It turns out he was lying. Who would have thought? What? According to court documents, he also claimed to be an alien and to be immortal. (laughs) (laughs) He buried the lead. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, I'm a CIA agent and I got this really cool vitamin supplement. Also, can't die. (laughs) And I'm not from this planet. Uh, yeah, and I'm from a different world. So you want to go on a date or whatever? <laughs> and his friends are in the corner. So you like, want to be nice young and not. Like, <laughs> He's the how to train your dragon. Like. Yeah, yeah, the two thumbs, thumbs up. up. <laughs> in reality, he was a 34-year-old con man from Houston. His name was Armand Chavez. Author Mark Horner told Snap that Hasenkopf was absolutely 100% a fraud. Wait, so Hasenkopf, is his real name is? His real name is Armand Chavez. Oh, but he goes by, he picked, and you got to understand, he picked the name <laughs> Diazian. Hasenkoff? Yeah, Hasenkoff. Like, as he's like, what? <laughs> That's like so ridiculous that I'm like doubly suspicious now. <laughs> Where if you were just like, I'm Brian J- like Smith, I'm like, okay, that's fair. But you're like, I'm Diazian Hasenkoff. My name's DeReginald Barukashi. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm going to pick a name that's going to open I up a I am big... a CIA alien. <laughs> CIA hey, hey, alien. Take these pills. <laughs> yeah. Why would you pick a name that opens up so many more questions about I know, your like, <laughs> existence? You're back. I guess he's trying to act mysterious and like exotic. That's true. Yeah, I think he's more in it for to like pick up chicks than to actually. Anyway, I thought he was, but he's making a killing off selling these. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, rich he, women are just like yeah. He's <laughs> injecting them with like vitamin C. Like he, it's a fucked up. Like yeah, you're immortal. Yeah. Holy shit! Give me some yeah, of those. Yo, <laughs> stick that in my arm right now. I mean, he's immortal. So, two weeks after the meeting. Henning dumped her fiance and began a romantic relationship with Hassenkoft, telling friends mm-hmm. that they were going to be married. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Gonna be married. Married alert. Guys. <laughs> Unfortunately, Hassenkoft was already married at the time to 36-year-old Girly Chu Hassenkoft. He got married? So, Girly Chu was DeAsian's wife. Okay. Wow. Did he... So, he picked a wife along the way of scheming and... 
Yeah, being this dude, insane I mean, person. he's a classic con man move. He's had like three wives at one time or something like that. Uh, so gir- <laughs> now let's focus <laughs> on the absolute bummer of this story, which is Girly Chu. Girly grew up in Malaysia and met DeAsian while on vacation in the United States. They were married in 1992 and moved to Albuquerque, where she worked as a teller with the Bank of America. According to Gurley's co-workers, she had been a victim of domestic abuse. In fact, Horner told Snapped that there were at least two reported episodes of domestic violence to the Albuquerque Police Department involving Gurley Chu Hassenkoft and Diazen Hassenkoft. After years of spousal abuse and finding out that Diazen was a fraud, Gurley moved out of their house and filed for divorce in February 1999. It took her years to find out he was a fraud? I guess. <laughs> I mean, apparently this guy's not half bad if he's managing to get all this money. This guy money. must be the... <laughs> Like Loki, slickest dude. Oh, for sure. <laughs> if he's convincing you know, everyone. What's if it, like the reason she broke up with him was like he's a fraud. It's not like because of anything else. <laughs> it's nothing else. It's not like he was a bad guy. He was abusing like, her. It's because yeah. like wait a minute, you're not <laughs> you're not immortal. <laughs> <laughs> she saw him bleed and immediately filed for divorce. He must have been so slick. <laughs> the best part about this is the guy like look like kind of in a very very small way looks similar to um oh my god what's his name i'm playing at his name the room tommy was he looks like tommy was like that's just incredible. enough where i'm like you could be tommy was <laughs> that's incredible anyway after filing for divorce diazen repeatedly threatened Gurley. she told her friends and employers she was in fear for her safety and according to court tv she contacted the fbi and told them to investigate her husband should anything happen to her she was also planning on exposing his various crimes. So I guess she like she knew that he was, she was up to some getting plans in place, affairs in order. Yeah, she's like he might go all Diazonami and and do some do some bad stuff. I wonder what that letter was like. The guy at the FBI True. got that. <laughs> she's writing it. She's like to warn you, he is immortal, not of this world. Also has CIA credentials. <laughs> Attached to this note is a silver bullet, garlic, <laughs> wooden stake. Made of meteorite. It is the only thing that can kill him and send him to his dimension. Honestly, this case probably has the craziest names of any like murder investigation of all time. I can't imagine there's more than like Gurley Chu, Deason. You've got like it all. It's all there. Yeah, and from all over the world, these yeah. names. So, meanwhile, Linda Henning's friends were concerned about her behavior after falling under Diazen's spell. So, remember, we got Linda, who's like the new girl that he met at the the reptilian conference. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, ooh, I'm going to drop my boyfriend and get, get married to this guy because he's a mysterious, immortal CIA guy. Okay. Okay. So, we got to review. We have the lady who eventually will go missing. Girly Chu, who's the current wife of Diazen. Right. And then her husband's having an affair. Her abusive husband's having an affair with a lady. And, and the, they will end up being the suspects. Correct. So, so Linda, the affair woman, her friends were concerned about her behavior after falling under Diazen's spell. Her ex-fiance told mutual friend Stephen Zachary that she stopped changing her clothes and bathing and that he thought she had some chemical imbalance. Henning pushed her friends to use Hoffenkopf's miracle treatments and told them he was a 1,000-year-old alien who promised great power. <laughs> <laughs> So, so slick. So this guy is doing a real good job of persuading this woman <laughs> in the craziest way. Um, Dude, who wouldn't leave their fiance but, for a thousand-year-old? Well, I'm impressed at Diazen's ability to find just insane people who believe this because she stopped bathing and changing her clothes. So she's like definitely has something. Like, you going got on. it. <laughs> and all of this other stuff that he's convinced her of, like she's she's definitely not a hundred percent good up in the noggin department. No, she's uh 
Got a little grogging in the noggin. So Linda goes on to say, the reptile aliens were going to be coming to the Earth and particular individuals would be their local emissaries. She was going to be the reptile queen, a private investigator said. So, yeah, she's... uh, She's not going to miss out on that chance. (laughs) (laughs) So then on September 9th, 1999, Gurley Chu left work and was never seen again. Her supervisor reported her missing to the police the next day when she failed to come to work. Detectives went to her apartment where they found bleach stains on the carpet and wet spots where it had been cleaned, but they hadn't cleaned it enough. They found seven spots of blood, private investigator David Pfeiffer told Snapped. That same day on a stretch of highway 120 miles south of Albuquerque, a workman found a tarp, a woman's blouse, shorts, underwear, and a piece of duct tape and gauze all smeared with blood containing strains of hair. So bad news. Definitely... Uh, but definitely <laughs> like very Foul incriminating. Play. If you find bleach and blood, and then your wife's clothes like dumped on the side of the driveway, I'd say so. So police go to question DAs in Hasenkoft, but they find his front door open and his house empty of people and belongings. Again, very incriminating uh, evidence. Here. I was going to say skipping town. Yeah. On the afternoon of September 12th, 1999, authorities questioned Linda Henning, who claimed she didn't know Hassenkopf's whereabouts and that she didn't expect to see him again. When asked about his wife, Gurley, Henning said they had never met. <sighs> so she's like, I don't know who that Gurley Chew is. You're making up a person. And I would be <laughs> like, that. that's probably <laughs> If... Yeah, I believe that. She could just be like, I'm sorry, a lizard? <laughs> she could she could have played this off so well. She's like, listen, I'm going to be the reptilian queen. That makes total sense. But that name you just hit me with is Girly not, not adding up. So detectives eventually tracked DAs into Charleston, South Carolina, where he was staying with a woman named Cheryl Culp. Like Another Henning, woman? Yeah. Like Henning, she believed that she and Hassenkoft were to be married and denied any knowledge of his wife's whereabouts, and he was extradited back to New Mexico. So, so she was found, promised to be a lizard Yeah, he found queen? another woman, convinced her to marry him. Does he have some kind of like primitive, That's like, crazy <laughs> Tinder? Like, <laughs> swipe right to be my yeah, reptilian yeah, queen. Dude, we need to make the reptilian queen Tinder. So, yeah, he's for... An insane con man psychopath guy. He's he's doing he's good at it. It's I mean, it's like it's very much like Manson knee, where it's like you're yeah. somehow convincing all these people to follow your insane lead. So they test the evidence they find at Gurley's apartment and along the highway, and they find that Gurley's blood and hair was all over them, which was expected. But there was another person's DNA on the items, and it wasn't DA's and Hassenkoff's. It was Linda Hennings. Holy bum, fuck. Bum, bum. There were long strands of hair that were found in the tarp that were Linda's. Gurley's blood, of course, was found in the apartment, but Linda's blood was found there too. So they have now been able to tie Linda directly to not only knowing Gurley, but probably helping also so murdering. Yeah. So police executed a search warrant on a Hennings home and found a Japanese ninja sword hidden in the ceiling of the garage. <laughs> So, again, this is sad and dark, but also just, like, the most cartoony the true crime. most insane thing yeah. I've ever heard in my life. Receipts showed that DAs and Hassenkoff had purchased it on the day of Gurley's disappearance. <laughs> she went out and got Which it. Which means, like, it was convenient. sat there and was like, what's the best way to murder my wife without anyone knowing? <laughs> I know. I'm going to go get a fucking katana. <laughs> It's nuts. 
They also find a shotgun and a twenty-two Beretta handgun. That makes way more sense. Yeah, they just not use those. <laughs> Apparently not. Detectives, well, although the bodies have never been found, so we can't really say for sure. Oh, uh, true. Detective discovered Linda had been lying when she claimed to have never met Gurley. Bank of America records show that Linda had banked there on at least one occasion, and the missing woman had been her teller. So they can not only can they link her via the evidence that they find on like the, the crime scene, but they also have found where at one point Gurley was working Bank of America, and Linda was meeting her there as the teller so like they know that they have met each other yeah so they know that she's lying dude how has this not been made into a movie so i'm saying it's like nuts like or an hbo special or something something. um so on october 29th police arrest linda henning for perjury and three weeks later on november 17th she and da's and hasenkoft were indicted for first degree murder in January 14th, 2002, DA's and Hasenkoft surprised prosecutors by pleading guilty to planning the murder of Gurley Chu Hasenkoft. He was sent to life, sentenced to life in prison plus 60 years. Do they know he's immortal, though? <laughs> that's not, he's like, yeah, it's nothing to me. <laughs> 60 is short. Dropping the yeah, fucking that's like, bucket. That's like a week in my time. <laughs> As part of his plea deal, he was allowed to serve a sentence out of the state of Wyoming. Hasenkoft, however, denied taking part in the actual murder and said he did not know where to find the, his wife's remains. So he said that he helped plan it, but he was not a part of it. Ah, you know. Come on, Dizen. Come on. According to Court TV on CNN, a prosecutor alleged that Linda had eaten Gurley's flesh. Yikes. Yeah. During the course of the case's investigation, it was reported by more than one individual that the defendant had made statements that she had actually consumed the flesh of Gurley Chuhasenkoft and that as a consequence, her remains and body would never be recovered by authorities. Now... That's, there's a lot. I mean, the reptile part makes that kind of make sense <laughs> that she thinks the she's a reptile thing. It, like, so I, I did more research into that because I was like, that's bananas. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people are like, she's just talking out of her rear end on that one. Like, she's just being a like, there's no way that she would be able to consume an entire person's body and other stories. <laughs> <laughs> so the murder trial begins on October 1st, 2002. And it was a truly historic case. Linda was the first woman in New Mexico history since statehood that would have faced the death penalty. Ooh. Making history. While the prosecution's case relied on forensic evidence, Henning's defense relied on a sole witness, Diazen Hassenkoft. Though he denied Henning's involvement in the murder and claimed that he planted her blood at the crime scene, the testimony of a known con artist and convicted killer had little sway over the jury. Who would have thought? (laughs) Stephen Zachary told Snapped, a first-day law student, not a first-year, a first-day law student, would never <laughs> use a liar as the crux of their defense. So I'm like, okay, that's, yeah, that's, <laughs> I agree with that. On October 25th. The fucking 21st century, dude. <laughs> yeah, this is not, this did not happen like 100 years ago, 200 years ago. This was like, you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Insane. All this I was alive place. for this. Yeah, we were, yeah, exactly. On October 25th, 2002, a jury found Linda Henning guilty of first-degree felony murder, kidnapping, conspiracy to commit kidnapping, perjury, criminal solicitation, and tampering with evidence. She escaped the death penalty and instead was sentenced to 73 and a half years in prison. In 2010, the New Mexico Supreme Court overturned her perjury convictions but upheld her convictions and sentence. The body of Gurley Chu Hasenkoft remains missing to this day. Man, imagine getting that close to being the reptile queen just to get thrown away for 70 years. That's tough. That is tough. So that's the story of Girly Chew. It's... Poor Girly Chew. Actually bananas. Like, it's the most insane thing I've ever read in my life. (laughs) 
that all of this was real and took place. This was not a fever dream I had and wrote down. <laughs> there are legal documents that support what happened here. There is a courtroom. I yeah. want to read the courtroom. Yeah, like, like the like transcripts. Yeah. Let me let me pull up a picture of Diazen for you. Ooh, I got him. Hold on. Yeah, there's like one where oh he's my in prison gosh. and like I'm like, you could maybe you have the same hair as like <laughs> He looks real deserty. Yeah, he's he it's it's not great. Gurley Chu Hasenkoff. Yeah. It's so it's a really sad story for her. She just got so in like the only reason she's not alive today is because she went on vacation and just happened to run into this absolute wackadoo of a human being. Like she would be yeah, fine. Like it was like abusive yeah. and like every negative thing you can think. His mistress killed her with a samurai sword. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm laughing because Dude, of the absurdity, a, like, not at the was, tragedy. That's your life. <laughs> that's insanity. That's why people need to, like, I yeah. don't know. Choose who you're with, better man. <laughs> yeah, choose who you're with. Ooh. Ooh. And that's the story. Yeah. Of Girlie Chu Hansen Kong. Don't fall for the old, I'm an immortal. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm the oldest one in the book. King. Honestly. We hear that all the time. I'm a CIA agent with special vitamins that'll cure your cancer slash immortal slash alien. It's the classic fairy tale story. All girls are taught growing up, which then gives them We need to get rid of this (laughs) stigma of girls being saved by lizard kings (laughs) and turned into lizard queens. Um, so I just want again want to thank you to Trevor Silver Lining for sending us that because it was I, that's like, nuck and futz, dude. Like that's yeah. the I had a lot of fun researching this because I was like, <laughs> this is literally if you wrote if this was fan fiction, I'd be like, that's honestly Ugh, like that makes so much cuts. more sense. But it's real life, and this it kind of stuff like happens. Episode of South Park, like making fun right. of like <laughs> exactly. cults. Like this isn't so, real. Listeners, please be safe out there. <laughs> if it's not the coronavirus, it's DAs and Hasenkoft. So thank you again, Trevor Silverlining. Shout out to you. If you guys have other stories or you know things you want us to talk about, please hit us in the DMs. Send it to our contact page on on our on our website www.mondaymorningmacabre.com rate review we appreciate that a lot we have a good time and we like hearing that you guys are having a good time as well you can find us on twitter at mmmacabpod you can also find us on instagram at mondaymorningmacabre and uh, please send in your suggestions and please keep listening yeah because that's we would never, I would never have found the story. Yeah, if it wasn't. there's so much macabre stuff out there with crazy people, and yeah, this was this was a special flavor of yeah. This macabre. is this was like a, a like a wacky macabre. We've yeah, got some real dark like axe horrible for girl, poor girly chew. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, but man, talk about some like sentences you've never heard before. You're gonna, <laughs> like, you're gonna go to work and be like, "Hey, Janine in accounting, listen to this crazy shit." <laughs> like. <laughs> It makes me think twice about like people who I meet or see on TV or something. I'm like, this person could be behind closed doors, like yeah, an animal, absolutely, <laughs> like an animal, absolutely. Like if anyone looks in their ceiling panels, like, yeah, there it, could just be samurai swords. You can find samurai swords. Like, 
So Jesus. hide your samurai swords and have a good Monday. Yeah, there's no such thing as reptilian queens. And uh, enjoy the rest of uh, your quarantine, wherever you are in the world, yes. if you are quarantined. Stay safe. Stay, stay healthy. Safe. Stay healthy. And stay macabre. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Okay. It was there. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> boy, boy. Thank you.